Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at adhdessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. This is episode 12, and even dozen, not too shabby. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. As you may or may not know, we in the Northeast have been getting hit with snowstorm after snowstorm after snowstorm. The average podcast episode takes me about six to eight hours to edit, and I unfortunately do not have six to eight hours to spare to edit um, a podcast for this week, because in addition to mopping up after all the snowstorm stuff and rearranging clients, I also happen to be in the middle of a period of time where I'm doing five workshops, attending a conference, and also attending a special education fair. It's a little extra busy and the snowstorms have not helped me manage the time in the least. So instead, I'm going to go back to my English teacher roots, if you'll humor me, and read a poem to you. It's a poem that I wrote. It is a poem that illuminates both ADHD and the trials of a snowstorm. And I should add that it's a poem that was inspired by the book series, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie so it even fits with the parenting side. After I read it, I'll poke around inside this poem a little bit, and we'll look at the ADHD tips and tricks that are hiding inside, as well as how it can help us to connect to and understand just the experience of someone with ADHD day to day. So without any further ado, if you give a man a snowblower. If you give a man a snowblower, you'll have to fill it with gas. While he's filling it with gas, he'll think about how loud it is. Thinking about how loud it is will start to stress him out. So, he'll want to listen to his favorite podcast. Thinking about his favorite podcast will make him realize that he won't be able to hear it over all the noise. So, he'll put his phone back in his pocket. Putting his phone back in his pocket will remind him that he needs a key to unlock the snowblower. Thinking of the key to the lock will remind him of the key to the ignition. Remembering the ignition key will remind him that he can never remember how to start the snowblower, which means he'll have to go back into the house to get the instructions. But going back in the house will track snow everywhere, so he won't want to do it and will feel ashamed instead, because he can't just remember how to start the snowblower. Feeling ashamed will make him want to avoid the snowblower, and he'll probably use a shovel instead. So what does this have to do with ADHD? Obviously, there's a great deal of forgetfulness wrapped up in this poem, right? And in case you haven't noticed, this poem is absolutely autobiographical. This is my experience using my snowblower every single time. I just can never remember how to start it. 
and because I can't remember how to start it, I wind up feeling pretty bad about that, because I'm the dad, and I'm the husband, and I should know how to start machines because I'm a dude, which is ridiculous and honestly sexist. Um, there's no reason I should be able to remember what to do with the machine any better than a woman should. But, you know, these internal cultural things kind of hit us when we least expect it. So whenever I go outside to start my snowblower, I invariably realize that I do not remember how. And uh, that fills me with some shame, makes me want to not do it. And then I often don't. I grab the shovel instead. Because going back in the house is not only going to make the house a mess, but there's no way that I can't do it without my kids and my wife knowing that I can't remember how to start the snowblower. And that's just one thing that I'm not comfortable with. So what I really need to do is lower the barrier for entry for using the snowblower. That's what this is about. Reducing the barrier for entry to a given task. With the snowblower, something I could do is I could laminate a piece of paper that has the instructions on it and then I could stick it to the snowblower, right? Because if it's laminated, it doesn't matter if it gets rained on or snowed on or whatever, the paper will survive. And then I only have to worry about forgetting the key. That's a lot easier to navigate. And I'm sure there's experiences that you have, there's activities in your life that you need to do that you don't want to do because the barrier for entry is too high. And so start wondering about how can you reduce those barriers for entry? Maybe you never put things in a filing cabinet because the filing cabinet's always locked or it's just because it's shut. Opening it doesn't seem like a plan. So get milk crates that you can put hanging files in and put your files in that. Then you have to open it. Or maybe cooking is something that's challenging for you because you never know exactly how much you need. It's just a complicated process that you haven't learned yet and you're not comfortable with it. Well, if it's in your budget, maybe you can order something like Home Chef or Blue Apron that mails in pre-prepared meals. Another option is to have a partner who helps you. I sometimes have my wife help me with things, including the snowblower not that long ago. Uh, she wanted me to use it because it would be faster. Shoveling takes about three hours. Snowblower takes about an hour. Um, I'm willing to trade that time to avoid the upfront cost of the snowblower. And since she was pushing a little harder than usual, I said to my wife, how about this? You, get, you figure out how to start it and then I'll use the snowblower. And while you're figuring out how to start it, I'll shovel. And that worked. That was, an, that was an acceptable plan. So reducing the barrier for entry is really important. And that barrier is not always the steps involved. Oftentimes that barrier is emotional. It's the wall of awful that keeps coming up and is explained on my website, uh, ADHDessentials.com. For the snowblower, there's a lot of shame wrapped up in the snowblower for me. There's a lot of shame around not knowing how to start it that makes me avoid it. So that's something to consider when you're trying to figure out how to get started at something. And also for your kids, right? I haven't really dug into that yet. But the barrier for entry for your kids also matters. The pressure they feel from mom asking them to clean their room might be emotionally overwhelming and make it harder for them to start. Doing their homework might be a challenge because they don't really know if they have all the materials or not. That barrier for entry might be challenging. Also, sometimes just getting started. A lot of the time, kids are more successful with homework if we sit down with them for the first five or ten minutes of, their, of the activity and help them get started on the homework and then leave and sort of circle back later, as opposed to saying, do your homework and then popping in to encourage them to get started 20 minutes later. 
sit with them, help them get started. You're reducing the barrier for entry just by being with them, even if you don't answer any questions or help them write anything. Your presence increases the accountability, ups the availability of dopamine in their brains, helps them get started. It's that barrier for entry again. Reducing the barrier for entry is just so important. If you'd like, feel free to email me at brendan at ADHDessentials.com and let me know what challenges you've experienced with regard to the barrier for entry and what you're doing to overcome them. I'd love to hear from you. Again, that's brendan, B-R-E-N-D-A-N, at ADHDessentials.com. A-D-H-D-E-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S dot com. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at adhdessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, adhdessentials.com, and visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.